I am Megan Bowen, and I am Citizen Salem. Hello and welcome to another episode of Citizen Salem. My name is Chris Paget, and thanks for listening or watching if you're doing the YouTube thing, consuming the content on YouTube. This episode features Scout and Megan. It was recorded at the Peabody Institute Library uh, in Peabody a couple of weeks ago as part of PillCon. And when word started to spread that I was going to be interviewing a cat, well, interest spread. And then when a nice lady walks through a library with a cute black kitty on her shoulder, people have a tendency to follow and see where that kitty's going. So this episode of Citizen Salem with Megan Bowen and Scout actually features an audience. Enjoy. All right, so I'm going to try to focus on you and okay. not Scout, but we're going to talk <laughs> about Scout too. So. Sure. Um, Tell me about you. How long have you lived in Salem? Yeah, I have lived in Salem. It has been three years now. Um, I moved here in 2000 and would have been 17, 16? 16. Live math. I know. I know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, not a math teacher. Um, and I moved here to start a job at Salem Academy. So I, I accepted a job in the beginning of April, moved out here two weeks. From where? So we were living in Waltham and we okay. had only okay. lived there for a couple of years, but we had moved from Michigan um, in 2015. So, um, and I had moved working from home and then that job was just not working out. And yeah. so um, the job at Salem Academy opened up and I was like perfect. And I've always just felt really connected to Salem and um, it was just a really great fit. And so three weeks later we had a place and we were already moved in and I started the following week and it's been great. So, so what was, how, so you, you said you lived in Waltham a little bit prior yeah. to that. So how does one end up coming from Michigan to Massachusetts? Sure. Um, so my partner actually uh, accepted a postdoc, um, a postdoctoral fellowship uh -huh. at the Bedford VA um, as a postdoctoral clinical fellow um, for LGBTQ veterans mm. um, doing uh, clinical psychology for them. So cool. that was her postdoc. Um, and so that's what brought us out here in the first place. Um, and then me getting the job at Salem Academy is what has like solidified us staying here. So. All right. Yeah. So enough about you. Let's talk about your cat. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, how long has Scout lived in Salem? Yeah. Is, is, did so, Scouts come with you? No. So Scout's only been in Salem for two years. Um, she'll be two in June. Um, she comes from upstate New York, okay. um, Plattsburgh, actually. Mm. And she, we got her as a kitten. She's probably about six weeks old. Um, we had just lost one of our rabbits. Mm. And we weren't ready to get another rabbit at that time. And we were open to getting another cat. Um, so we, there was an adoption event that just happened to be going on. Um, and my partner's never had like gotten a kitten before. Yeah. Um, and I have, and I knew how this works. I was like, <laughs> we're going to go and we're going to have another cat by the end of this. And she was like, no, we're just going to go look. And I was like, okay, you're not, you're no, not, we're going to have a cat. <laughs> like, and that, and like, and I mean, reality was we were going to look for a cat that was 
the right fit, and um, and she was definitely the right fit. How did you know that? Um, so one of the things, I mean, we were looking for a cat that we could have as an adventure cat. Like, that was one of our goals. Um, and so we could just tell by her personality. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Is that an actual thing? Is yeah. It a, oh, yeah. Is it really? Oh, yeah. The term so there's, is adventure cat. Yep, adventure cat. There is, like, websites that sell adventure cat gear. There's, like, an adventure cat oh. conference. Like, oh, yeah. Um, there, like... Instagram's like adventure cat following is huge. There's so many that like are going out on mountains every day yeah. and like beaches, swimming in Hawaii, like all sorts of stuff. So because I can't even begin to imagine even trying to put a harness on the trash gremlin that I live. Oh yeah, I've heard about with. your cat. Yeah, and she's a bit of a monster. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> so is so you you're. So you groomed Scout into yeah, being so, okay with being in a mm-hmm. library. Right so that now. was like obviously one of our first goals was like to make her an adventure cat, and and a lot of its personality. I've noticed that a lot of the adventure cats on Instagram are black cats. So I think there really? is definitely something huh. with the personality. Um, but we started off as soon as we got her, putting her in a harness. One of our first events was the uh, Maritime uh, Bark Ranger Walk, um, and she was this six-week-old tiny little kitten, <laughs> and um, she was the first and only feline uh, bark ranger, as far as I know. So we do that every year. And so now when we're out there doing that, she's like this little cat and she has like this following of dogs and she just looks like she's a gang leader of dogs <laughs> and they just like follow her and it doesn't bother her. So we started off with that um, and the harness has like never been an issue. Um, yeah. So that's where we really started getting her, getting her going. So... What do you think Scout is doing, and what are you doing through Scout to make Salem a better place? Sure. Um, so there's a couple things that we, we do. So one, we're just out and about in Salem all the time. We walk walk downtown. We're all, all around. So just the, like, pure, like, getting people to see cats not inside and mm-hmm. showing that cats, like, do go outside um, and just that joy that she brings people. Um, I've, I mean, obviously, Salem being a tourist town like there's a lot of people that come into Salem and they see Scout and they're like this is the best part of my day (laughs) I've had like people during Halloween be like I came to Salem and my only hope was to see a black cat and this is the first black cat that I saw so that 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 at its like purest level and people's like just joy to see like a cat out in public is like one really great thing um on top of that, the black cat thing. Um, so, I mean, black cats are really hard to adopt. Um, yeah. So uh, having Scout out in public is really helpful for, like, the black cat community and showing that, like, black cats are great pets. And she that comes, just, to let you, just to let you know that she's here. <laughs> right into the shot. Way to go, Scout. Let's see if I can focus. Sure. Oh, she's seen something that she likes. I think she sees those ears back there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I grew up with a black cat. Yeah. Yeah, so I get that. Yeah, and like that's the, the black cats are the like last ones to get adopted in shelters. Um and so like I think just having a black cat out in general so that people can interact with her is definitely helping the like black cat community and showing yeah. that like they're great pets. Um but then I think <laughs> Right right into the lens. <laughs> on top of that, um she's a registered therapy cat. So Yeah, so tell me about that. Yeah, so there are, so registered therapy animals are animals that 
can provide animal-assisted uh, interventions or animal-assisted therapy, um, and that, like, what that consists of is um, really helping reduce stress and anxiety in people. So it's known that animals just really help with uh, decreasing stress and anxiety in lots of situations. Um, and so she, um, we actually just had our first therapy event yesterday at Tufts University um, for finals week, and she helps um, reduce some final stress for some students there. That's awesome. Um, so that event consisted of us just like going and hanging out and letting people pet her and inter interact with her. Um, but therapy events can come from, or it can be anything from like that type of event where they just like pet and interact, um, visiting hospitals um, or senior centers. Yeah. But they can also be like interventions, so like going to schools and working with kids for reading, so the kids reading to her and doing like fluency and stuff like that. Cool. Um, we so yesterday was her first one, but we are actually working with Salem Public Library to do some read with Scout events, so that kids can come and read books to Scout. Um, and our first one's going to be on June 1st. So um, those are some events that are going to start happening. Um, and that kind of ties soon. together your educational background. Yes, absolutely, your, yeah. So, and your cat foreground. Yeah, and I've, that like came about, one, just like because... I want to take Scout everywhere with me. So, yeah. and one of the other things was like, oh, if I could take Scout to work with me, that would just like be the best. <laughs> There's a lot more details into it. It's not just that easy. But um, yeah. so that's part of like where the therapy cat part came in. Um, and she just once we got her out and interacting with people, um, we just wanted to be able to share that with more more people. So that yeah. was why we started doing it. Did you ever get the rabbit? The, you, you, you weren't ready for another rabbit. Did uh, you ever get a rabbit? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, so we had two rabbits at the time. So we had Milo and Lily. Um, and Milo, so Lily was the one that passed, and then we got Scout. Um, so Milo actually, um, he was dealing with a year-long battle with an infection. Mm. And so we actually just lost him about three weeks ago. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah, it, we, now I'm going was, out of the downer. I know. My bad. It, it, we, sorry. We, we, we'll um, cut this part out. <laughs> we saw that. that like, we knew that was coming. Yeah, and it was yeah. very sad. But we did just adopt a nine-week-old little baby bunny. And her name is Miko. Um, and our goal is to also have her as a, a therapy rabbit as well. So um, she's, she's a little ball of fluff and energy. So... Thank you for rescuing that. Uh, now we can go out on a yes, high note. Exactly. Uh, so she uh, is like, it's like what you that angry, like cute angry syndrome where you get so angry, you like, you I just want to squish it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what she is. Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely. All right. Next time, bring the bunny. Uh, we will. Yes. <laughs> we just got a clean bill of health, so she's like ready to go. So. Killer. Yeah. Well, Scout and Megan, thank you so much. Thank you. It's great. How about a round of, uh, round of applause for <laughs> Scout and Megan? We actually have an audience. Good job, Scout. What do you think? And that's my conversation with Megan Bowen and Scout. Uh, if you don't usually watch the video version of Citizen Salem, this one's definitely worth watching uh, because Scout makes her presence known in like the best way possible. So definitely go check out the video when you get a chance. Thanks to Megan and Scout for coming to the Peabody Institute Library and PillCon a couple of weeks ago. They hosted this episode of Citizen Salem. You can find the Peabody Institute Library at 82 Main Street in Peabody. Alex Asacker wrote and performed the Citizen Salem theme song on her ukulele. Citizen Salem is recorded and produced by me, Chris Paget. Additional photography by Bowie Paget. If you or somebody you know would like to be featured here, send me an email, please. CitizenSalem1626 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Citizen Salem.